Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite tanking-ish team in the Bay Area. And on today's episode, we're going to look at the entire Sharks roster, figure out which players are franchise cornerstones, which ones are quality players, NHL players, replacement players, and which players have incomplete grades. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Sharks your first listen. Uh, you can follow along for free wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch this on YouTube as well. Today's a great YouTube day as I have uh, made some slides uh, for you guys today. So make sure you guys are following along. Uh, part, proudly a part of the Locked On Network where we cover your team every day. And uh, this one is a fun one. Actually, uh, kind of... Got the inspiration from the idea from a fellow Locked On host, Kyle Krabs, who covers the Dolphins over at Locked On Dolphins. Um, he went through the entire shark, the entire Dolphins roster, and kind of has his way of grading their players, looking at their, you know, which players are franchise cornerstones, quality depth pieces, all this fun stuff. And I thought it'd be a fun project to do with the Sharks and kind of see where the Sharks roster currently lies as is heading into the offseason. So um, I kind of based this going into the offseason. So I have um, their age for the start of next season, how old they're going to be, what their contract situation looks like. Um, so we're going to kind of dive into the Sharks roster and look at the work that kind of needs to be done here. Um, you know, and then look at kind of, so like the first, we're going to talk about the the franchise cornerstone players, um, the quality players. And so the way I kind of ranked it, right? Franchise cornerstone, those are kind of your special players, right? Um, those are ones that you can build your franchise around. These are kind of your, your when you think of the Sharks, these are the players you're going to kind of think about. Um, your quality players, these are going to be either like, top six players on basically any type of team um, or, you know, top end defenseman basically on any type of team. Um, you can pick them up, place them on, on any given team, and they're going to be able to kind of produce for you. So then the other categories um, we have NHL caliber players, like kind of average NHL players. Um, so these are, Again, just kind of your average NHL players. Um, they'll play for any team in the league. They might be more of a bottom six role, um, more or maybe more of a, you know, just bottom pairing role. But these are just guys who, again, you can drop them in any NHL team and they are still going to be playing night in, night out. Um, then we have um, below average. So these guys are going to be players who are maybe, you know, They'll still play on most teams. Um, maybe, you know, they kind of are starting to age out. Maybe they're kind of 
you know, has to be the right situation, the right role for them. Um, maybe, you know, they're healthy scratches for some teams. These are just kind of those type of players. And then we have replacement level players. So these are players who are usually kind of maybe AHL, fringe AHL, NHL type. You're kind of your tweener type of guys uh, or guys who are still kind of establishing themselves or guys that we're just not too sure of right now. And then you have um, the final category I have is incomplete. So these guys, we just do not have enough information on them. Um, most of these are going to be your young guys who are still like on their entry level contract or the Sharks just acquired them and they're still kind of figuring out their role um, or they've been dealing with some injuries. So um, for those guys, what I did is I kind of projected where I think they're going to kind of end up among the categories um, as well. So Really excited about this episode. I've kind of thought long and hard about being, I've reached out and had some, uh, another set of eyes, take a look at it, make sure I wasn't being, you know, just wanted to be fair, uh, fair just to the players. So um, without further ado, I think we have to get started at the very, very top. Um, so again, if you're watching on YouTube, I made some fun graphics, and I think we know uh, where to start. The Sharks franchise cornerstones, they have one. Eric Carlson, the defenseman, uh, started next year. He'll be 33, four years left on his $11.5 million uh, average annual value contract with a full no-move clause. Um, this is going under the presumption that Eric Carlson will be here at the beginning of next year, but going into the offseason, this is Eric Carlson is the Sharks' only franchise cornerstone right now he is a player who is going to win the norris this year um be the first 100 point defenseman in 30 years um he is the reason the sharks are i've said it before and i'll say it again he's the only reason the sharks are anywhere near being one of the worst teams we've seen in modern history like he is um yeah he's really good so Eric Carlson, he is he's the Sharks franchise cornerstone right now. Um, that doesn't mean other players can't move up and down. Um, another guy I'm sure you're probably thinking about, Tomas Hurdle. Why isn't he there? He, If you'd asked me this question last offseason, I think Tomas Hurdle's in there. I think his recent, I think his play this year kind of bumps him down. That doesn't mean he can't kind of move back up. Again, these are fluid players play themselves up and down kind of the slots and Hurdle was the one I kind of thought long and hard about being a cornerstone, but I think his play this year um, kind of took a little bit of a step back. Um, so I think that is why he's going to be under um, the next category. And that's quality players. So I have three quality players for the Sharks. Um, again, these are usually like kind of top six guys. These are guys who are going to be, you know, the, they're good players on good teams. So, um, Alexander Barabanov, forward, 29, has one year left on his 2.5 million AAV contract. He does have a modified no trade clause. I think it's 10 teams, if I remember correctly. Logan Couture, uh, he'll be 34. Uh, well, he's 34 now. I just turned 34. He'll be 34. Four years left on his 8 million uh, AAV contract with a modified no trade clause. Three teams. And Tomas Hurdle, um, 29, beginning of the season. Seven years left on his uh, $8.137 million AAV with a full no-move clause. Um, 
Those are the Sharks' quality players. Look, Couture, I think, has really kind of played himself back into this um, tier this year. Barabanov has established himself with his play this year. Um, Barabanov health, we saw beginning of the year, wasn't healthy. End of the year, not healthy. This is one thing to just kind of keep an eye on Barabanov, uh, but he's been usually a pretty healthy guy for since he's been in San Jose. But he's had a couple dings and nicks here, um, here and there. But Kotor, though, this this year, I think really, like I said, established himself as a quality player. Has been healthy this year, has kind of really helped establish in his offensive prowess again. Um, I talked about it on yesterday's episode how. Nico Sturm has allowed Couture to be focused on offense a little bit more compared to what we've seen in other years. Um, Tomas Hurdle, again, I think with him, he could play himself back up into being a franchise uh, cornerstone type of player. If he, you know, if he's floating around 75, 80 points next year, kind of has a bounce back season, continues to stay healthy. Um, I think Hurdle can easily fit push himself back into being a franchise cornerstone type of player. I mean, he he's going to be with the Sharks for the next several, you know, seven years. Um, if he doesn't get traded at the end of his contract type, but he, you know, the Sharks are going to build around him, but I just can't put him in a, as a franchise cornerstone player right now, just because he just, there's that special kind of miss with, with him that that's, we see with a guy like Carlson, but we just, don't see that with hurdles. So um, as at least as of this year. So before we continue, um, do need to take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. So right now, NBA playoffs are almost here. And now's the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win just download the FanDuel sportsbook app it's safe secure super easy to use then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drained plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right. Um, so, done the easy part, looking at the Sharks, quality players, looking at their franchise cornerstones. Um, now we're going to look at kind of their average NHL players. So, um, I have five guys in this list. I have two forwards three defensemen um, in here. So we'll start with the forwards. Uh, Kevin LeBanc. <sighs> I think Kevin LeBanc is an average NHL player. Um, the analytics say he's very good. Um, the eye test at times can say, what are you doing, dude? Um, definitely had his struggles with, with David Quinn this year and has played really well down the stretch here. Um, I think on most teams, he is a middle six if not better type of player. Um, he has 27, uh, will have one year left at his $4.725 million uh, contract going into next year. Um, you know, again, we, we've seen Kevin LeBanc, especially as of recently, kind of earn the trust. Um, and he's performed well for the Sharks down the stretch here. So it'd be interesting to see what the Sharks do with him if they want to, you know, one more year, let's let this kind of thing ride out and we can kind of figure it out 
after next off season, uh, we trade you during the trade deadline, whatever you want to do with Kevin LeBanc. If you want to try to trade in this off season, et cetera, et cetera. So um, interesting to see where LeBanc kind of fits in with the sharks going forward, especially again, um, we have three quality forwards, two average NHL forwards uh, for the sharks. Uh, Nico Sturm, 28, two years left at his $2 million a year deal. Um, has had a career offensively um, for the Sharks this season. I don't expect that to continue going forward. But I think his emergence on the third line really allows Logan Couture to be the best Logan Couture that we have seen. And again, Nico Sturm, you saw it, he played fourth line minutes for Colorado Avalanche when they won the Stanley Cup. Like, he just, he's an average NHL player. He's, you know, you know exactly what you're going to get with out of him. Um, I don't expect, you know, 14, 15 goals again next year, but um, he could chip in the offense when, when you need him to and does everything else. Penalty kill face off guy. You you guys know what you're getting exactly out of of Nico Sturm. And I I think he's been arguably the best signing my career made this off season. Um, And he's an average NHL player that you're paying $2 million a year for, for the next couple of years. So, Cost controlled, like it's that's not breaking the bank for, and you know exactly what you're getting from Nico Sturm every night. So consistency with the eye of the Sturm. On the blue line, um, Matt Benning, defenseman, 29, three years, $1.25 million uh, left or per year. Um, I think we were, a lot of us were a little surprised by the Matt Benning signing, but again, he just has been in and helped really kind of solidified the blue line uh, for the Sharks. I think this deal is looking to be kind of very much a bargain. I know the four years is a little bit of a head scratcher, but he's only 29. By the time this thing expires, he'll be, you know, 29, 30, 31. So 31, 32, basically, by the time this deal expires. Um, And then if you need to move off from Matt Benning, you can move off from Matt Benning. If you need to waive him and bury him in the AHL, it's not going to cost you very much gives you some flexibility if you want to trade them again a, a team can easily fit the million dollar cap hit under their um, into their cap space type of situation but he's done an, a great job of solidifying that right uh right side defense pair after eric carlson um, i think matt benny shouldn't be on your power play too but that's more about what the sharks other options are uh compared to just it's just asking matt benny to do much too too much mario faro uh 25 Three years left at his $3.25 million contract. Um, he's what I struggle with the most, but I think Ferraro, we've seen a bit better Ferraro this year because I think there's guys like Matt Benning. Um, you've seen some of the other guys kind of step up and Ferraro hasn't had to take the taxing minutes that we've seen him in the past couple of years. Haven't seen the offensive jump that you would have hoped for. Um, and I think we just, this is just Mario Ferraro who's going to be, a try-hard guy. Um, he's going to give you quality defense. Maybe you're not going to get much from him offensively, but um, you know exactly what you're getting. You have him in his prime right now. The contract's probably slightly overpaid, but um, it is what it is. So, and the Mark Edward Vlasic. So he's a player. If you looked at the last couple of years, especially under Bob Bugner, you know there was questions of do we waive. Mark Edward Vlasic, um, you know, you could have, he was a below average NHL player uh, replacement level almost at points, was healthy scratched a couple times, really has found his game this year under David Quinn. 
David Quinn knows how to coach defensemen. I don't. Uh, he's just really good at it. So um, he's 36. He'll be 36 beginning of next year. Three years left at his seven million. His contract finally goes from a no trade clause to a modified no trade clause of three teams. So um, if Vlasic picks three teams and the Sharks really want to try to trade him, um, they can. I don't think Vlasic's going anywhere. I think he's really this. You know. I think he's really found his game again this year. And I think we can point, well, this will be a, another fun conversation for the offseason of pointing to guys who stock improved under David Quinn and guys who stock kind of went down under David Quinn. Fun conversation to have later on. But Vlasic is a guy where you can be like, okay, this contract isn't as bad as it was, you know, six months ago, nine months ago. Um, com- to where it is now so you can kind of squint your eyes and look at it and be like okay that's fine all right um gotta get going here a little bit quicker so below average guys these guys are you know we just they haven't been consistent we do we still just uh that's just kind of my uh so andrew agazino um 32 he's got one year left at a seven hundred seventy-five thousand. um He's been a great addition for the Barracuda, but there's a reason why he's played 650 um, AHL games and has a handful of NHL games. So um, great breaking case of glass emergency guy if you need to bring him up for a little bit. But I think he's, you know, I think he's, I think he's a very, very, very good AHL guy who can play in the NHL if you need him to be, but um, not somebody I'd probably want to count in for, you know, 50, 60, 70 games type of situation. So uh, Noah Gregor, uh, we all know Noah Gregor, so he's 25. He'll be an RFA. The Sharks will have an interesting decision to do with him. Um, if Noah Gregor could shoot, um, he would be an NHL, like an average NHL player. Like he does everything else you'd want, right? Um, penalty kill, he's fast, he forechecks, he just he does a lot of good things. If the poor man could could hit the net every once in a while, um, we'd be talking about a much different player. Uh, Luke Cunning. Ford, 25, he's going to be coming off a torn ACL, has one year left at $2.75 million. Um, it's funny because he shoots really well, uh, but he's just kind of – he's a, a, a tough guy who can shoot really well. Um, if you could t- take Cunning's shooting ability and mix it with Gregor, you would have a really, really good NHL player. But um, I've made my comments on Luke Cunning. Um, you could argue he's an – an, an average NHL player, but um, I think he kind of is what it is. Oscar Lundblom, um, probably I think one of my players I was really excited about going into the offseason when the Sharks signed him um, to where we are now. I think I've soured a, a ton on him just because of you saw the potential and you, you just feel bad for what could have been for Lundblom. Um, he's been stuck on the Sharks' fourth line. I don't know if – I mean, there's a reason the Flyers waived him um, you know, that they, they bought him out. The Flyers is not like some juggernaut team. He's got one year left on his 2.5 million. I think he will kind of just be what he is, an overpaid fourth line guy right now for, for the Sharks next season. Um, Steven Lorenz, center 27. He's got one year left on his 1.05 million. Um, he's working his way to be an average NHL guy. I think he's perfect. He, he does. He's you've seen the improvement in this year. I think going from kind of what was, felt like a throw in in the Brent Burns trade, um, just to make contracts 
you know, move some contracts around. Uh, he's really established himself with the, uh, the Sharks. And I, I think, you know, I don't know if he's playing every night for every NHL team, um, but he's really found his role with the Sharks. And this time next year, we could be talking about how he's, you know, an average NHL player, kind of a middle six guy. You know, he defends well, um, great on the PK, all that fun stuff. So Derek Bouillot, um, again, kind of the Andrew Agazino type of thing. He's 29. He'll be in UFA next year. I would be very happy with the Sharks to bring him back and have him as your kind of seventh defenseman or your first defenseman, uh, kind of being the guy for a lot of these, the young, um, the AHL, for the Barracuda, for all the, the defensive talent they're going to be adding, having him kind of be the leader of that group. I'd be very, very happy with that. And if you need to bring him up for a couple games because somebody gets hurt, um, Pouliot, I think, is perfectly perfectly suited for that. Uh, James Reimer, goalie 35, also a UFA. Um, last year, I think he was an average goalie. This year, I think he's slipped a ton. And I think, you know, father time is maybe starting to catch up with him. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I think he, he will still be in the league next year. Uh, I just don't think he'll be with the Sharks next year uh, as they try to kind of look towards, start looking towards the future a little bit more. So, and then redeem Shimmick. Um, Shimmick has, has played well in spurts. I think, especially since his return from injury has played really well. He's 31. Uh, I can't believe he's going to be 31 already. It's time flies. Uh, we'll have one year left on this $2.25 million deal. Um, but again, I think on most teams, he's probably a, a seventh defenseman, uh, sixth or seventh defenseman, healthy scratched. And he's been healthy scratched with the Sharks and has been fighting injuries. So um, hopefully he can stay healthy and kind of, again, move back into being, you know, kind of more of an as an average NHL player. But, you know, I think Shimmick is uh, Shimmick definitely a fan favorite, but I think he kind of you kind of know what you're getting with, with Shimmick. So um before we finish up um, and look at kind of the replacement level players, their situation, and then look at uh, kind of the incomplete players and where I kind of project some of those guys to be, do want to take a quick break, uh, talk to you guys about our friends over at Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could just handpick the best stars for your business team? If you're building your talent roster, you need Indeed. Uh, with Indeed, you can find top talent fast with Indeed's uh, suite of powerful hiring tools like, match, tools like matching assessments and virtual interviews. If you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed, they know... When you're trying to grow your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applicants that match your must-have job requirements. So visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire than you need. Indeed. All right, uh, before we finish up here, we're going to discuss kind of the replacement level players. So, again, these are guys who are kind of those tweener guys between AHL, NHL guys. Um, you know, you you can kind of just find a lot of these guys. So, um, and then we're going to talk about the uh, incompletes, so just guys we just haven't seen enough yet to kind of put them in a bucket right now. Um, let's go start with the replacement guys. So, Kyle Criscolo. 
played a game with the Sharks. I uh, was a center, 31 UFA. Again, I would be very happy the Sharks brought him back uh, to play with the Barracuda. Um, ever since he was traded for uh, Lord Jasper, he really, really found his his, his niche with uh, – is it niche or niche? I don't know. I always say niche, but I think it's niche. Anyway, he's really found his, his spot with the Barracuda. Has really kind of found his scoring game again. So, um, again, if you need kind of a break class in case of emergency type of guy – um, Aaron Dell, I think, is 34. I can't believe uh, the world's okay. His goal is already kind of getting up there, but he'll be a UFA. Um, it'll be interesting to see because if you're having potentially E2 Makanemi Strauss man, and then the Sharks are expected to sign Magnus Krona, that goalie room's getting a little crowded down the Barracuda. So they're going to have some decisions to make there. Um, Jonah Gadovich, who's 24 RFA. Um, I like Gadovich. I think he's, he's, Got some, I think there's something there. Um, he could definitely move up to like as a below average NHL player. You know, he's definitely, you've seen the improvements with him, but uh, struggled to stay healthy this year. So RFA Sharks have, if they want to bring him back, they can bring him back and it won't cost them very much. So next, Andreas Johnson, uh, forwards 28, part of the Timo Meyer deal, UFA. Um, I think it was a, get these salaries to match. Um, he's definitely not worth the three plus million dollars he's making this year. Um, I think you can find guys like Andreas Johnson just off the street. Um, Capo Kakadin, um, he struggled this year. And, you know, I think we, we've seen flashes of him play really well. And we've seen just downright terrible play from Capo Kakadin. Uh, he's got 20, he's 27, one year left on his $2.75 million deal. Uh, you know, next year's gonna be a big year for Capo Kakadin. If he can kind of prove why the Sharks traded for him and, you know, as they continue to kind of search for their goalie of the future. Um, so I think it's gonna be a big off season for Capo big year next year for him to move. I mean, from a, when was last time the Sharks had it, you know, we had the James Reimer, NHL average season two years ago, it'd be nice to have a couple of these NHL average players in goal for a while. So uh, Jacob McDonald, 31 year left on his deal, 762,000. I think he's been a, a perfectly cromulent defenseman. You can play him up and forward as he did the other night. Um, you know, he's, he's there. So uh, other replacement level guys, CJ Cease forward at uh, 29 UFA. Um, Again, happy to have him back on the Barracuda next year. Evgeny Sveshnikov, he's one you could you could talk me into being a below average NHL player. Um, he was my case was he was on the streets until September. Um, he's 26, he'll be an RFA. So if the Sharks want to bring him back, um, it won't cost them very much. So, but he's had some flashes this year, but again, he my argument is he was literally unsigned until September. So and Jeffrey Vial, 26, uh, sneaky, getting kind of sneaky up, up there for Jeffrey Vial. He's going to be a UFA. Um, he's looked good in, in spurts, but it's been a couple years now, and he hasn't been able to kind of steal one of these NHL jobs. So I think he is a replacement-level player right now. All right, the fun ones. So the incomplete grades. So these are a lot of the young guys. Um, I went in alphabetic order by last name, if you haven't noticed by now. Um, so Daniel Gushin is a forward 21. He has one year left, $826,000 deal. Um, 
Is that two years? I should double check that. Um, checking that on the fly. It could be, I could have screwed up on the graphics, which it wouldn't be the first time or the last time. Um, so Gushin, sorry, he's going to have two years left. I screwed up on the graphics. My bad. Uh, two years left at a hundred, uh, $826,000. Uh, I think all said and done, I think he's going to be a quality player. I think he's going to be one of those top six guys potential could, if everything goes right, flirt with a franchise cornerstone. Uh, but I think it's safe to say Gushin's going to land as a quality player where you're going to have, you know, he's going to be a mainstay for the Sharks for years to come. Uh, Martin Kaut, before that the Sharks got uh, part of the Ryan Merkley trade, 24 RFA. You've seen a little bit of flashes, but I think right now he's just kind of replacement level, uh, especially since he's 24, has been able to kind of stick. I know the, the, avalanche or much deeper organization than the sharks but again he hasn't really stuck with the sharks right now and you see even with all the body with everyone kind of hurt and out and kind of the end of the season here he's not getting a a run and i think that kind of kind of tells you what the organization thinks about him so doesn't mean that he can't maybe move into a you know below average player but i think right now he's just kind of i think he's a replacement level player at the moment so um Nikolai Kanijov, the defenseman, 25. Um, next year starts the beginning of a two-year $1.25 million. I think he's going to be an average NHL defenseman. He's he's worked really hard to come back from injuries. Um, you, you hope that it's not kind of like an Oscar Lindblom type situation, type situation where you look back and think about what could have been if if you know he wasn't dealing with all these injuries type of situation. But I think he's him coming back this year and playing really strong down the end of the stretch. Um, I th he's, I think he's well on his way to being an average NHL defenseman. Um, so let's, we'll definitely take that. The fun one, Thomas Bortolo, uh, 421 will have one year left at his $916,000 deal. So he's going to be gunning for a new contract after next year. I think he will be in that quality player, kind of end up in that quality player, um, you know, much like a Logan Couture type of guy, um, Logan Couture, Tomas Hurdle, you know, I don't know, maybe not to the, those guys were franchise cornerstones at one point. Um, I don't think he's going to max out of that. Um, but I think he's going to be sticking around on the Sharks for a very, very long time and um, be a very big piece of what they do going forward. So uh, Nick Chichek, 23, one year left at his $835,000 deal. I think he's a replacement level defenseman. Um, if he's your seventh defenseman that you have, you know, get plays every couple nights or someone gets hurt and he needs kind of a run, I think he could be doing a lot worse than that. So you've seen him continue to grow and develop. Um, but I think he's going to start to get passed by some of the increased talent along the blue line here with, with the San Jose. So William Eklund will be 20 when the season starts. He turns 21 mid-October. So, We'll have three years left at his, uh, on his ELC. I rate him a franchise cornerstone player. Uh, I might be shooting a little high here, but I think he is going to be one of those players that you, he's going to be one of the big names of if the Sharks ever do anything in this, this new era, he's going to be one of the key contributors to it. Um, you know, being the seventh overall pick, we've seen flashes of, we've seen a consistent play in the AHL. We've seen flashes in the NHL. Um, I think next year, I know he's coming off, he's going to be coming off shoulder surgery. 
Um, but I expect him to fully recover. I expect him to hit the gate, hit the ground running next year, um, secure an NHL job coming out of the training camp. And I think we really see William Eklund and why he's going to be special next year. So um, you can fight me on if you don't think William Eklund's a franchise cornerstone of this franchise. So. All right, uh, we're down to the last four. So E2 Makinemi, uh goalie, 24, RFA, of course, part of the Brett Burns trade. Um, below average, and again, that's my below average thinking for goalies is you're kind of a, a backup, right? Um, I can see him playing, you know, kind of 30, 35 games a year, being a quality backup, but I don't know if he's ever, you know, a 40, 50, 55 starter um, kind of guy, NHL average type of, of, of goalie. So, you know, and he's dealt with injuries now to see two injuries in the past two seasons that have shut his season down. So, yeah, you know, a little worrisome there, especially now with Strassman, Magnus Krona, et cetera, et cetera. Jacob Peterson, uh, the Sharks got in the Scott Reedy trade, 24 RFA. Um, I think he's going to work his way into an average NHL player. Um, he was close for me moving him out of here just because of his time with the um, Dallas Stars. He you know, basically played his, his entire rookie season and has spent the last uh, year on their AHL team. I think a change of scenery is going to do him the world of wonders, and you see him starting to kind of click with the Sharks, and I think the Sharks – this might be a rare win-win trade for both teams where both teams kind of look back and go, yep, we liked how this trade turned out, but I think the Sharks, uh, I think the Sharks really might've found something with Jacob Peterson. Um, like I talked about yesterday. So, and then the last two, Henry Thrun, uh, the defenseman that the Sharks got from Anaheim um, out of Harvard, 22, uh, one year left on his 912,000 deal. So he will also be gunning for a new contract um, next year. I think he's going to work himself into being an, another just uh, average NHL player. And again, having average NHL defensemen, uh, that's especially from what we've seen the past couple of years, um, I would gladly take that from, from Henry Thrun. You know, he could be one of those guys where maybe you're looking at an above average NHL player or a, a quality um, guy, but I'm going to be a little more conservative. Just, I think he's going to be an average NHL player. He already looks the part so far. So maybe next time, this time at next year, well, I might be, you know, wow, look at Henry Thrun. Look how amazing he was. So, um, and then finally, Fabian Zetterlin, who the Sharks acquired in the Timo Meyer deal. Um, forward 24 will be an RFA. I haven't been thoroughly impressed uh, so far with his performance in San Jose. Um, his ice time has gone down. You know, he played eight minutes against Colorado the other night. There's one game, but, you know, I know there's a lot of factors, new team, late in the season, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm going to try to not jump to too many conclusions, maybe an off season in San Jose, get comfortable with everything. Um, but right now it's, it's just, he's looking below average ish to me. So um, I, 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 that's kind of where I have him right now. I think he could be a, a perfectly cromulent third or fourth line uh, winger for you. But um, as of right now, he's, you know, he's, he's gotten opportunities in the top six and hasn't done much. And he's been playing a lot of bottom six minutes right now. So, uh, we shall see with Mr. Zetterlin. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, sorry, it ran a little bit long, but um, 
I thought it was a fun exercise. If you guys think I'm an idiot, um, I'm sure I'll, you guys will definitely let me know if I'm an idiot. So um, I think, you know, I tried to be fair. You can, I think you can get me on the Eklund one. If you want to get me on the Eklund one, um, some of the guys, you know, you can, you can, nick, you can pit some Knicks, uh, pick some Knicks with Knits with me. Pick some nits with me if you'd like. Um, but I, I think I, you know, I think I did a good job of I'm patting myself on the back. But I think I did I tried to kind of be fair and put them where I think they're going to either be or kind of end up for some of these players. So um let me know if you liked it. Um leave a review, especially on Apple. I uh, would really appreciate it. Uh, if again, if you missed last uh yesterday's episode, just want to let you know next week. Um, there'll be episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or sorry, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, no episodes Thursday and Friday. I'll be in Zion. Uh, I've had this vacation on the books for a little while. Um, so yeah, no episodes, but I'll make it up for you guys in the last two weeks of April. So plenty more draft coverage stuff coming up. Um, uh, plenty of fun, the off season content. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So that'll be it. Uh, make sure you guys are following along. Um, Wherever you get podcasts, follow along for free as well on YouTube as well. That's where all the episodes come out first. If you want to, if you're one of those people like to watch right away. Um, thank you guys for listening. Part of Locked On. Cover your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Locked On Sharks. And until tomorrow, bye friends. <laughs>